Welcome to the Better Sundays podcast, focused, practical, and usable advice for church leaders looking to reach new young families and impact their community. Greetings, greetings, greetings. Mike Holmes here in studio in Sinclair, Wyoming. Good to have you here with us today as we tackle another strategy statement. Uh, all of these statements we've had some good feedback on, talking about all the variety of different uh, things that help us kind of in one concise little sentence help motivate our people and push our philosophy and things down into the trenches where it needs to be. A philosophy that is not really written down or not explained to other people is basically worthless. And so we are covering a lot of those. We've been through about a dozen of them or so, and we have uh, just a couple to go. Uh, Next week will be our last philosophy statement or strategy statement, as we call it. And we're going to cover kind of the granddaddy of them all, one we've kind of bounced around and talked about a little bit, but very much looking forward to uh, uh, giving you that one. But thank you for being with us here on the Better Sundays podcast. And again, this is Mike coming from studio here, uh, always here to help you, whether you're a member of our academy or just one of our regular faithful listeners out there. We appreciate you so much. Thank you for taking time to share this and give us some momentum here on our podcast. We appreciate that. Uh, We also have a YouTube channel. You can take a look at some of the things on there. And of course, our uh, website at reachkeep.com. Lots of of goodies. Today, we're covering a topic on leadership. And the, the statement that we have is that leaders are solvers, not complainers. Let me say that again. Leaders are solvers, okay? They're, they solve things. They don't just complain about things. Now, complaining sometimes is just an excuse or sometimes it's just an observation, but let, let's just dive into that a little bit. We want to be, as a church leader, and by the way, you're not, if you're the senior pastor, you're not the only leader in your church. There's someone that leads your janitorial team. There's someone that leads your Sunday school. There's someone that leads your choir, and all of these people need to, to have this type of philosophy. And we need to push leadership down as far as we can into our organization uh, so people are just ready to lead and take their team and go with them and grow and, and mature their people. And so we really want this idea to go out to every single person that is out there in your church, that we don't just complain about things and make excuses about things, but we figure out what's going on and we solve problems. And if anything should be solving a problem today, it's the local church. The local church is a the hope of the world. It's what needs to, to be so revitalized in our community and our, our country and to, to help us overcome some of these problems that we have. And we need a church that is filled with people who are leading through the problems, not just talking about the problems, but leading through the problems. Now, there are plenty of problems to go around. Believe me, we could all complain and talk about things all day long, but we want to make sure that we're not the excuse person. Uh, I remember years ago uh, seeing a copy of a a thing for salesmen about why they couldn't sell uh, during every month of the year. And in January, it was too cold. And in February, the people were too busy with President's Weekend and spent money on Valentine's 
Valentine's Day. And on March, it was starting to warm up and people were going out in, in April. And it just kind of went on. You know, summer was too hot. And September, kids were back to school. And then, of course, November and December were filled with holidays. And no one could ever buy anything during any time of the year. There was a good excuse for everything. But we need to make sure that we take those excuses. And we hear things all the time. And I'll go through a couple samples here in just a moment. And we analyze those and figure out what to do. So you, you probably hear, hear a lot of, of different things. We just finished the Easter season and often hear about people who are just, they just show up at Easter. They just show up at, at Christian or at uh, uh, Christmas. And then they just show up at Easter, you know, C&E Christians, they call them, uh, that type of thing. Or you hear about uh, church shoppers and church hoppers and, and, you know, some of that. It's like, well, how can we solve some of those things? Or people are not committed. They're not faithful. And, and uh, or they're just they just give they're token givers they just barely give and some of that or our people don't do this or our people in our society don't do that or out west they don't do this or back east they don't do that and there's all sorts of things and I'm not saying there's not idiosyncrasies in different parts of the country and different cultures but folks we need to be leaders of our people and we need to ask these questions that what what is going on so we can figure out how to solve this problem. So uh, here's a really just two simple questions, and this is just a short, simple uh, podcast here today. Um, but is this if someone is complaining or doing something or you know there's something going on and we tend to you know the complaint comes first and then we have to figure out how to lead our way out of it. Is it a is this a sin issue? And here's the first question: Is this a sin issue or is this just a human behavior type issue? Let me ask, you, ask that question again. Is this an actual sin problem uh, or is it just a, a human behavior thing? For example, the church hopper shopper type of thing. If someone's new in a community, it makes sense that they would look around and go from you know a couple different churches and look around. So sometimes it's more of a, a behavior thing. Now it could be a sin thing and they just not content and they don't like leadership and they don't you know like your church or like you know authoritarianism or whatever happens to be. There are some things that are going on there, but sometimes we just need to analyze what is really going on with these people. Why is it that, uh, like for example, this is one we're talking about this coming up in our new season of podcasts that has to do with reaching young families. It's the idea of, you know, I have a pastor talk to me once. He says, this family never comes to the evening service. They just do not ever come. And he was all frustrated about it. And we got talking about it and found out that they had a bunch of little kids and the, the evening service lasted way too late, and the kids then would get to bed super late, and then they would be total disasters the next day because they didn't get enough sleep. And it's like, we're dealing with a human issue, a human behavior issue, not necessarily a sin issue. And and that's those are things we need to kind of think about a little bit. So is this a human thing? Is this sort of a, a, sort of a human nature kind of thing going on, or is there an actual uh, issue here? As we take a look at some of the problems that we have um you know people uh we had a, a kind of a funny thing happen and, and i've probably told this story before here on the podcast i don't know but uh, when we were first started our church we we're in this little tiny building and halfway through the service uh we'd have a couple different people get up and leave the service and actually then come back about seven eight ten minutes later and sit down and finish the service and after a couple weeks i asked the i said what were you you know everything okay i mean you kind of got up and left and then came back i didn't know if i'd said something and it was a human behavior thing okay 
they lived just a house away or two houses away from the church, and they got up to go to use the bathroom in the middle of the service. An older family, and, and they got up and left, went to the bathroom, came back, caught the rest of the service. I know that's hilarious, but our church only had one bathroom, and it was right in the front of the church. So you had to walk in front of the pulpit to use the bathroom. It was a, kind of an embarrassing kind of thing. So they were they were just leaving. Okay, We solved the problem by eventually getting out of that building and moving to a place where the bathrooms were uh, much more accessible, and you could walk out the back and not cause a disturbance. But it was that type of thing that we have here. It, wasn't, it was just sort of a human nature thing. It wasn't a, a sin kind of issue. The second question I have here, though, to kind of help us is what can I do as a leader to solve this? If you're listening to this, you are in a leadership position, and there are things that you can do to solve it. You have certain gifts, you have certain talents, you have certain positions, and you can do things to help solve some of some of those kind of, of problems. Um, if, if, for example, here's a problem I always had. Um, we have like sermon notes in every service, and so uh, the people are filling in the notes. And I would find out that people wouldn't have the notes uh, and so they would get up halfway through it, start taking notes, and they realize they want to write them. They get up and walk back there and kind of grabs a note, the sermon, the bulletin from the back there. And, and so I found out we just need to hand out our bulletins a little bit different way than what we were doing it. We needed to make sure that before the service that every single person had one because people were kind of slipping through the cracks and not getting uh, one of those things. So there's just sort of a, an issue there. Kind of analyze that. What can I do as a leader I'm going to solve this problem. I'm going to figure it out. And when we catch ourselves complaining and saying, you know, hey, our people don't do this and that, and and usually it's in kind of a staff situation, a few people, and we're like, oh boy, there they are again. They leave. They do this. They're, they're not growing in the Lord. They're not doing that. What can I do to get them to grow? What can I do to get to disciple them? What can I do to get them to be a, a you know, more faithful giver or a tender or whatever? And there are a lot of things you can do, and that's what the, the nature of of ReachKeep and, and the podcast and some of that is giving you ideas on how to do some of those things better. But let's take our, our mind and put it to work and think outside the box a little bit and figure out what we can do to solve a problem. Um, it, it's, it's, it's often one person will have the problem and then they'll, when we have a staff meeting, one person will kind of have it and then we'll, they'll, they'll always keep enforcing the problem, problems so, that wait, 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 let's stop. Remember leaders are solvers. We're, you know, not, we're not complainers. Let's figure out how we can solve this problem. And we kind of back up a little bit and take a run at it from a different direction is what helps us. So, uh, taking a look at the human behavior side, if it's something that can just be done, um, I'll give you another Another example just comes on human behavior. Um, I've had my Sunday school teachers, especially in middle school and high school age, they go, man, I can't get the teenagers to talk to me. I can't, you know, we can't get any discussion going and all that. In the same breath, they usually say that, that the teenagers are always talking too much like before and they're yakking. You can't get them to shut up because they're all yakking and doing their thing. So it's not that teenagers don't talk. It's they don't want to talk about the topic 
that you want them to talk about. So maybe we need to learn how to teach better and introduce questions and use provocative questions a little bit more. But yeah, they'll sit there and yak before the lesson starts or before or after things, you know, or at a, you know, if you have a teen activity afterwards, they talk until forever because teenagers like to talk to each other. That's a big thing they do. But how do we get them to talk about what we want them to talk about is what a leader does. A leader solves that problem. They don't complain that, hey, my teenagers don't ever say anything. They never give me any feedback. There's ways to do that. And if you need some help on that, that's a whole nother topic that's, uh, uh, that we've taught on, you know, how to get teens to talk. We've got some uh, teaching on that. You can contact us at info at reachkeep.com and we'll try to give you a hand on some of that. But this is just sort of a, like, say, a broader thing that we have on a little plaque on our wall. Leaders are solvers, not complainers. We solve problems. We don't just talk about problems. And some of them take a while to figure out. But I want to challenge you and kind of give you this little thought here. I want to thank you too so much for for you know hitting the like button and the share button and all the different things you do wherever you're listening to this. Appreciate it so much and uh, letting folks know about uh, the Better Sunday podcast. We're grateful grateful for that. So anyway, God bless you. I'm going to sign out. Next week we're going to be covering a very important topic that kind of covers. Uh, it's a huge strategy for our church, one that we've worked on for a long time. Coming up with and uh, don't miss next week's podcast. We'll catch you then. This is. Mike Holmes at the Better Sundays Podcast, and God bless, I'm out of here.